0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 31 of your social media journey. My name is Shikita and usually we talk about how you can use social media for your small business. This, however, is not a usual time. How are you doing? What a week, hey? First schools closed, now we are in a full lockdown. Well, I say full lockdown, but some shops are still open and there is no lockdown in sight for all the hospital workers, doctors and nurses and other healthcare workers. My heart goes out to them that they are putting everything on the line for us. It cannot be easy. These are not easy times. I hope that you and your family are keeping well and away from everyone else as we should. My personal life has changed as much as everyone else's. My husband is working from home. Mm -hmm. which means that he is actually working much longer hours given he is not commuting anymore. My kids are at home. I was actually a week ahead of the school lockdown so I stopped sending my kid to school a week before schools officially closed because I was very active on Twitter and I saw all the graphs and charts coming out of Italy and Spain and it did not take a rocket scientist to figure out that the UK was on the same trajectory so I am one of those super cautious people. My fingers are crossed that all of us come out of this with our physical and mental health intact. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know that I usually talk about social media and how you can use social media as a marketing tool for your business. Of course, this has not been an ordinary month, so I'm breaking my schedule to bring this episode I actually recorded an episode last week, um, but I must say that last week things were just sort of kicking off and I was pretty down and I did not want to spread more doom and gloom than the news is spreading anyway. So I deleted that episode <laughs> and I thought that I would record again when I was feeling a little bit better about things and when I had a bit more of a handle on my own work. I just wanted to be in a better state of mind before I recorded an episode and I must say now that the lockdown is well and truly here, surprisingly, I find my mind a bit clearer and I have a bit more clarity. I think it was the uncertainty of will they, won't they shut down the country for a while was playing games with my head. But now I know that my family and I need to simply get on with what we have for the next three weeks at least. (laughs) Who knows how long it'll be. It is actually a bit easier to plan things and go about our daily lives. If you have followed me long enough, you know that I used to have a food business, a cookery school and that I love cooking. And I must say that cooking has been the one hobby has kept me sane during this time. It is a strange time but I'm indulging, indulging (laughs) in cooking three times a day. Whether it be cooking simple pasta dish or an elaborate meal, the very ritual of cooking and cleaning and tidying up has been therapeutic. Which brings me neatly to this episode because I wanted to share what has been working for me and I know that it is working for other people uh, that I know, my personal friends and uh, people I follow on the internet. Um, and what has been saving our sanity. If you tuned in for a social media specific episode, this is not it. Uh, I think that this is more important that we get over this particular condition in the world, and it is worldwide now, um, before we come back to social media and business. And of course, social media is an interesting tool for your business. And I think things would be a little bit strange if this was not mentioned at all about what everyone is going through. So, in fact, if you are on social media, I do recommend mentioning what you're doing during this time on social media because the companies that are not doing this, the companies that are continuing on as if things are absolutely fine, I think are falling a little bit flat on their faces. So. If you have a a small business, which I'm assuming you do, which is why you're listening to this podcast in the first place, do mention what you're up to yourself during this time and how your business is handling things. So I have made a short list of five things that I'm doing that are really helping me in this time. And these are very practical things that I'm doing. So the first thing I did was I stopped listening to and reading the news incessantly. Incessantly is the key word because I was on my phone a remarkable amount of the day. So last week I racked up an average of about five hours plus a day on my phone. Five solid hours. I was mostly on Twitter and reading academic journals that were linked on there and justifying this to myself, nobody else, myself, as important reading. What I didn't realize was the impact this was having on me and my family As soon as I stopped reading the news, that mysterious neck ache that I was developing gradually disappeared. I don't know what I was thinking but I think everyone reacts to this kind of situation differently and what I was trying to do was educate myself. So I thought to myself, okay, that's enough educating. I think I know pretty much the severity of the situation and yes, I do need to keep track of what's going on in the world, but I cannot let that dictate my day to day life. I'm not just responsible for myself, I'm also responsible for my family. So what I did was I curbed my time reading and listening to the news. So my new schedule is 10 minutes of news consumption in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening and that's it. It's a huge, huge change and it has really made me a lot calmer. I am trying my best to adhere to my own rule. I even started reading an old Marion Keyes book. So I encourage you to get away from the news. It is not exactly full of positivity right now and if you limit your exposure to it, you will very likely shift your mood towards more positive thoughts and as a result, I think you will find your days a little bit easier. I'm absolutely not saying to stop listening to it. No, no, please do definitely keep yourself in the loop because we all need to know how this fast-changing situation is going to affect our daily lives. But just not minute by minute. I don't think that's constructive. Second thing I'm finding very useful is setting myself daily tasks and actually finishing them. Just three goals per day. No more, no more. That is achievable. So far, I am not a particularly goal setting person. Like, I, I, so far in my life, I have not been one of those people who have like overarching goals and daily goals and all of that. I've never really been that way. But now that my routine has changed so dramatically, I find comfort in achieving even the smallest of goals. My first goal, I'll share this, I have no shame, is to make my bed before I leave the bedroom for the day. I have no shame in admitting to this, but that is it. That's my goal. And do you know what? It's very achievable. My second goal is to keep the kitchen and living area of my house clean and tidy. And the third goal changes from day-, day to day. So some days it is to reduce the amount of TV my children are watching. Some days it is to make sure I make the five phone calls that I have to make every single day to friends and family to check in on them, but it changes. But I'm keeping my goals super simple. I have not mentioned, you will notice, homeschooling here because that's an entirely different story. I am not quite ready for that. My current schedule does not allow any time for donning a teacher's gown yet. This is something that will take time and my view is that my children are already going through such a change and they have picked up on the fact that things around them have changed so much, I'm not going to throw in maths and English into the mix. So, if they're having a bit of chill time, that's absolutely fine. There is plenty of time for education. Now in this weird time, and it's utterly strange, what I did find myself thinking was that I was a little bit useless. hear me out. So, not useless per se, but that I am, given I'm not a key worker, I'm not exactly helping society out in any any which way, and now that there's a lockdown, I can't really. But what I did do was join a local group in my neighbourhood. My neighbours have come together in a group that is helping people that are self-isolating. The formation of this group and the speed with which people have organised themselves I must say is remarkable. I'm not even sure who started it but they're already finding ways in which uh, not just self-isolating neighbours but also who are vulnerable and in need are finding help. This is something I can do as long as I'm fit and it gives me a sense of control over something because most things are out of my control and everyone's control. So I can help my own neighbours should they need help and it has given me a great sense of purpose and of belonging. So today, for instance, someone in my group wanted to borrow a lawnmower. I have a postage stamp sized London lawn. I'm not even sure you can call it a lawn, it's a patch of grass. But I do own a lawnmower, so I was happy to lend her my mower. It's a very, very little thing. But you know what? It made me feel good that I was useful in some way. There is only this much I can do given my personal family situation. But if I can do little things, it makes me feel positive. And I made a new friend today. And finding that sense of purpose has been extraordinary because, you know, most of the time we go through life not really thinking and this time, this forced time indoors has made us think. So one of the things that uh, I decided to give me some peace of mind is actually to keep off social media. Now, given that my job is very intricately related to social media, In the name of research, for me and my clients, I often find myself going through Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest. And though there is a lot of positive content on there, there is also an underlying sense of make the most of this situation now. And (laughs) this might work for some people, but it does not work for me at all. In the past i have said before that your customers and clients are people almost exactly like you so the posts about how to make the most of a worldwide pandemic i'm afraid are simply not for me i do not want to make the most of a heightened sense of scarcity i just don't then again i can understand why this kind of content is doing the rounds because because people are scared and anxious, but for me personally, I would much rather not be a part of it. So what I've done is I've limited the amount of time I spend on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest and all of that. So I have an iPhone and an iPhone lets you set limitations on the browsers you use and the apps that you use. And if you look into your smartphone, if you don't have an iPhone, I'm sure there is a limit Uh, like that, that you can set on your phone itself, or you can be even more disciplined and set an alarm clock. So whatever you do, I think social media right now is full of content that otherwise obviously would not be there, and you wouldn't be exposed to it. But right now, it does have a fair bit of content that can actually serve uh, an almost like a negative experience to you, even if the content itself is positive, if you see what I mean. Like, even if the content is saying, right, now is the time that you should be creating content and now is the time you should be doing this and should be doing that. I found it overwhelming me a little bit because I don't particularly want to be told what to be doing right now because there is so much else going on. So if you're like me, which I assume you are, because otherwise you would not be listening to my podcast, then try my method of just limiting your time uh, on social media and tell me what you think about that. What I am finding uh, useful and fun (laughs) is just following accounts and zeroing in on the accounts that I know will be serving good content. And my favorites are architects and interior designers based in southern United States. I know, I have a weird taste in that but I really like the great big massive houses that they have. I live vicariously through these accounts because yes, I will never have a mudroom in my own home. I'm not even sure a lot of houses in England have mudrooms, but I really like those great big American houses and I feel a little bit of a thrill when I see someone having redone their pantry. So that's a guilty pleasure for me. Just I like looking at... Pinterest at people's houses that are beautifully organized or have oversized washing machines. I think that that is an actual dream of mine to own a washing machine that can wash a duvet, a double size massive duvet. I'd like to be able to do that in my own house. And I also like the idea of filling a house with indoor plants. I have like two indoor plants, but I like those things. So I am zeroing in on the accounts that. Give me comfort, give me joy and I am not go- go- going through the whole Instagram perpetual scrolling thing. I'm intentionally making the choice and I encourage you to do so as well because Until you can find yourself settling into this new normal that we all find ourselves in, I think it's handy to keep the influences away for as long as we possibly can. And then, you know, we will gradually come back to our old habits. But I think at this particular time, the old habits might be having an impact that we probably didn't even think that they would. That's all I'm saying. Try it and let me know. And finally, I'm investing a fair bit of time in looking after myself, my family and my house. Not only is this allowing me to keep busy inside the house, it is also super therapeutic. So if you find yourself lacking in focus, and this is something that I've read a lot about on Twitter, that people are finding focusing on anything a problem right now just because of all the anxieties that are surrounding us, try this. Find a pattern in rituals. Go back to the rituals of pre-lockdown life and they will lift you right back up, I promise you. Rituals have an extraordinary potential in elevating our mood. They calm us down. So if you don't have any rituals that you find comforting, make some. This would be the time to make some rituals up. Like if you read up about rituals, you will find that rituals are not just comforting, but they also help calm you down and center you. I'm talking really simple stuff here, like a simple morning routine, a lunchtime routine, or even having a cup of tea or coffee or anything you like at a specific time. So say you're having a cup of tea every morning at 11 o'clock. This soon will then become a ritual and that particular time you will start looking forward to that cup of tea or coffee and it'll just center you and bring you back. This is a time when a number of us are finding hard to focus on work or on just daily chores. I suppose this is where being intentional about bringing back focus can work. As I record this, for instance, my two-year-old daughter has been woken up out of her precious daytime nap by my son, who is video calling a friend. I reckon it is time for a cup of tea for me, that's my ritual, to centre myself and not tell my son off for waking her up. She had been asleep for 17 minutes. See, we all are facing challenges in just doing our regular jobs. I'll be back in just a minute. Right, the TV nanny is on. Um... And I am not even ashamed to say that. A lot of my friends are saying that we are using Netflix as a nanny. I'm actually using CBBS as a nanny. So, you know, there we go. Um, But I do need to finish my episode. So whatever works, I am going to do it. If uh, you are struggling to keep focus and you're looking for some moral support over the next coming days and weeks, do let me know. I am going to start a coffee morning chat with some small business owners and we would love for you to join our little group. What we will do is use Google Hangouts uh, and there's only one rule that we will not sell anything to anyone and it'll be a safe place to air our worries and concerns and connect with other business owners. All of us find ourselves in very tricky situations in our lives and in our businesses. If you listen to my podcast, you are probably someone like me. So let's connect over a cup of coffee and have a chat. Maybe something great will come out of it. Maybe not. But at least we will make friends. And that is something. To join the group, send me an email via my website www.yoursocialmediajourney.com where, of course, you will also find other podcast episodes just in case you decide to give your house a thorough spring clean and are thinking about binge listening to podcast episodes. They're all on my website. So have a listen. Until next time, take really good care of yourself. Wash your hands and keep safe. Bye for now.